Hello, welcome back to the Shaping Little Minds podcast. I am so excited you're here today. Before I dive in, I want to remind you that spots inside of Confident ECE are open. The Confident ECE is a mentorship and coaching program for new and struggling early childhood teachers who are looking to not only learn to be the best teacher in the classroom, but also get back to feeling like themselves and truly live life outside of teaching. So if you have any questions or are on the fence, you can send me a direct message on Instagram. If this is the program that you've been looking for, you can apply with the show notes below. All right, let's dive in. Hey there, Adva here. I am so excited to welcome you to the Shaping Little Minds podcast, where we help support and mentor early childhood teachers inside the classroom. This is a place where we dive into classroom management, growth mindset, professional learning, and so much more. I'm an early childhood teacher who saw a huge gap in how early childhood educators were supported inside of the classroom. I created this platform in order to help teachers feel more confident, supported, and develop a sense of trust in their teaching. Let's make teaching exciting again. So this episode is actually going to be a little bit different than the norm. And the reason is because there are some phrases that I hear teachers using as an excuse for teaching being their entire life rather than just a part of their life. So today we're gonna unpack three excuses and really work through them. So two recommendations before we start. First, if you are multitasking, I ask that you come back to me so you can get the most of this episode. And second, I ask a lot of reflective questions throughout this episode, so these questions are for you to truly reflect on, whether that be in writing or just in your head while you're listening to the episode. All right, happy listening. The first excuse, I don't have time. I used to say this all the time, but I want you to consider this. How are you spending your downtime at work? And how much are you expecting to get done in a short amount of time? I'm going to say, set the record straight and say something you may not like to hear because I definitely didn't when I was in your shoes. You do have time. It's just a matter of managing your time at work and in life outside of the classroom. Listen, I know how busy it gets inside the classroom. I know how long your to-do list must be right now. I know how impossible it feels to integrate teaching and life. I'm going to give you an in-depth look as to what I've done to help me manage my time when I was a full-time teacher. When the busy season came around, so the beginning of the school year, parent-teacher conference time, I would schedule out my prep periods. And honestly, you can do this all year round if you struggle with uh, time management. One prep period was always dedicated to a team meeting, so I knew I wouldn't have the time to get my to-dos done during that time. I always had at least one prep period during the week. Prep periods were about 20 minutes. Here are some questions I asked myself before figuring out what I was going to get done that day. What are three tasks that have to get done today? How long will each task take me to get done? What other times do I have to get work done if this prep period isn't enough? 
and how will I make sure to tackle the tasks I set out to do without distraction? So another way I got around this idea or excuse of I have no time was creating a space in my calendar to work for a specific amount of time outside of contracted hours. Some would call this office hours. Twice a week, I'd set a 45-minute time limit for me to get work done either in the classroom after school or at home before dinner. This time limit came with boundaries or rules, whatever you'd prefer to call it. My phone was always on do not disturb. Do not disturb. I didn't check emails outside of my work emails, so only work emails were getting answered. And I focused on the three tasks that needed to get done that day rather than focusing on my long to-do list. And so the last thing I want to say about this is that your to-do list will always, always, always be long. When you are planning for a prep period or for office hours, it's important for you to differentiate between non-negotiables, important, and not urgent. That way, you are getting the tasks that are most important out of your way. The rest can wait. I'm going to say that again. The rest of your work can wait. So that brings me into excuse number two, which is if I don't work outside contracted hours, I won't get things done. Your to-do list is going to be long no matter how much time you spend trying to accomplish it. So I have a story for you. When I started teaching, I also believed that if I didn't work outside of contracted hours, I'd never get anything done. Except what I noticed was that I wasn't actually getting more work done than the average teacher. The only difference was that I was giving up on living my life. I was letting work govern whether or not I had a life outside of the classroom. This is when I like to bring the idea of work-life integration or balance. Balance doesn't mean there's an equal split. Balance to me is all about the season we're going through in that moment. Some seasons of life are more heavily focused on work, while other seasons of life are more more focused on our lives outside of the classroom. So I want you to think about this. How can you prioritize tasks throughout your workday so that you minimize the amount of work you're bringing home on a consistent basis? Also, when you think about office hours, I don't want you to have these office hours every single day of the week. Pick one or two days that you want to have office hours outside of your contracted hours. And the second thing that I want you to think about is in your dream world, what would your life look like? And is that what your life looks like right now? So let me be clear. Working outside of contracted hours sometimes is not not negotiable. But working so much that you forget about your life outside of the classroom should never be a choice. And that brings me to my next excuse. Excuse number three, I don't know what I'd do if I wasn't busy working. This one's my favorite because this was me just a few years ago. I used to convince myself that I wasn't worthy of an enjoyable life if I wasn't always busy working. 
And this is my reminder to you. You can be an incredible educator and have a life you've only ever dreamed of. This excuse tells me that you've lost who you are outside of the classroom. You're so engulfed in your work and your day-to-day busyness that you forgot to stop and smell the roses. You're so busy that you cancel social invitations. You're so busy that you don't have time for your partner or your spouse. You're so busy that you've convinced yourself that doing work on weekends is a more productive use of your time. This is the identity work we do inside of the Confident ECE. We pull back the curtain on who you are both in and out of the classroom and start to think new thoughts. So many of these excuses that I just named are examples of your brain, of your brain's wiring to help you feel safe as a teacher in the classroom. Your brain is feeding you the thoughts that if you don't do XYZ, you won't be a good teacher. Or if you don't do XYZ, you're not being productive. I help you change your thoughts around life as a teacher. I do this with all of my clients who feel like they've lost who they are and want a different life for themselves. This was me. I give you the strategies that I have used in my own life as a full-time teacher. So I have one-on-one spots for you to join me today so that you can start to truly love your life and love the work you do as a teacher. You can apply in the show notes or ask any questions on Instagram at Shaping Little Minds Podcast. If you want to get rid of these excuses and start making a change in your life, then you can book a free call with me. In this call, we will start to debunk these thoughts around what it means to be a great teacher and create new thoughts around work-life integration or balance. Again, I have spots open inside of the Confident ECE for one-to-one mentorship and coaching. You can apply in the show notes or DM me on Instagram at Shaping Little Minds Podcast. As always, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you could share this episode with your teacher friends, leave a review, or just share the episode on Instagram and tag me, I would love to connect with you. Keep learning, growing, and becoming your best teacher self. I am so proud of you. See you next time, teachers.